welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. I'm Ashley Patrick with the Money Mindset Podcast, and today we have a special guest, Kelly, who runs the YouTube channel and blog Freedom in a Budget, where she helps change the stigma that budgets are constricting and controlling, but rather give you freedom. Kelly shares her journey and tips on how you can live a great full life once you become in charge of your money through the aid of a budget. But before we jump into Kelly's interview, I do want to take a moment and let you know about the seven day pay what you want budget challenge. So this is where you start with managing your finances and creating your financial blueprint, you know, when you're overwhelmed and you just don't know where to start. Uh, The seven day budget challenge, it will address your money mindset, how to use cash envelopes, how to make your plan, how to do goals the right way so that you can reach your financial um, destination quickly and easily so that you can get there fast and move on with the rest of your life. So check that out at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budget dash challenge. And it is pay what you want minimum of $5 because you do need to have some buy-in so that you will actually follow through with it. But be sure to choose an amount that will motivate you to follow through with it. If $5 just isn't enough for you to motivate you to actually do it, then choose a different amount that will motivate you to follow through with it. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, choose an amount and actually do it. That's what I want you to focus on and what I want you to do for the next week. If this is you, if you are struggling right now, start with the budget challenge. Do it one day at a time. It's broken up to make it less overwhelming, less stressful. Just get it done and then join our Facebook group. Let me know uh, what your goals are and what you want to do once you are debt free. All right, now back to Kelly. So welcome, Kelly. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. (laughs) Thanks. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, And, you know, just getting to know you and talking with you, uh, you know, you're debt free and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I really love talking to people that are debt free and figuring out, you know, how you got there, how you started and things like that. So um, can you just take a couple of minutes and tell us about yourself and how you started on this journey? Absolutely. I was living paycheck to paycheck, wasn't making my bills. I was making somewhat decent money, Um, but, you know, just not making ends meet. And my now husband and I were dating and we wanted to get married. And my in-laws said that they didn't want us to get married until we got our finances in order. And it was a hard blow. It was, it was a lot to take in, but Through that, we ended up finding Dave Ramsey and finding this community and got really plugged in. And from there, I started my YouTube channel for accountability and it just kind of snowballed, you know, with the debt snowball, but also with just (laughs) my like financial literacy and just learning so much about personal finance and I became obsessed with it. And that's why I started the channel was because for the community, but also I needed to talk about it because my husband was just getting sick of hearing me talk about it all the time. And two and a half years later, here we are, you know, we paid off all my loans. We cash flowed a wedding. We just bought my dream car, a Jeep Cherokee in cash. And we just saved for a down payment and bought a house um, a couple weeks ago, just went on an Alaskan cruise. 
a week ago. Awesome. And so it's been, it's been so fun. That is awesome. So can you tell us how much you paid off and how quickly you did it? We paid off. It was just my student loans. My husband didn't have any debt and it was $33,000. And that was over the course of about a year and a half. Wow. That's um, awesome. Yeah. We did receive a, a little bit of an inheritance that helped finish it off. And then the rest of it, we just put into investments and then started saving for the wedding. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So do you use your degree? No. <laughs> I know me either. I talk mm -hmm. to so many people that have so much student loan debt and then they don't even use their degree. So that's, that's funny. Um, so it took you about a year and a half and you said you found Dave Ramsey. So can you kind of, mm -hmm. um, tell us kind of how that journey progressed for you? Like, was it really hard to start or did you, are you like me and you just jump all into things? <laughs> He actually had a bad stigma in like my group of friends um, that I would hang out with just because he was very anti-credit cards yeah. and they, you know, didn't really understand. It's like, okay, you don't agree with this one part of him, but the rest of his principles are amazing. And, you know, they really help people get out of debt and they, you know, really are great for those people that need that starting point of like, I need to learn how to de deal with my money and manage it. And so, um, a lady in our church was moving away and they were actually millionaires and they had taken financial peace university years and years prior, probably 15 years prior. And she gave us a workbook and the DVD. So I just did it myself. And that's when I started watching YouTube videos and I became obsessed with YouTube videos. <laughs> um, canceled my cable and just watched YouTube videos. All day <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yeah. So did you get any negative comments or moments uh, when you wanted to give up? Negative comments in the community or what do you? Yeah, like usually people, like you, like you said with your friends that didn't want to give up credit cards, you know, sometimes we have friends or family members that don't fully understand what we're doing. And so they will make negative comments about trying to pay off debt or not using credit cards. And, uh, you know, I had somebody tell me, uh, stop acting like you're broke and <laughs> things like that. It's like, well, I'm trying to act like I'm broke so I can build real wealth later. You know, it's just a matter of priorities and uh, deciding where your money is going to go each month. And that's really mm -hmm. all it is. It's not a matter of, you know, necessarily acting like you're broke. I'm living within my means and mm -hmm. <laughs> working toward my goals. So, you know, sometimes people just have negative comments <laughs> about this <Yeah>. journey. <laughs> we got more of, is it in the budget? No. <laughs> questions and, you know, like, especially, I think my husband got it harder than I did just because it was very clear that I was not budging on, you know, my budgeting and, you know, frugal living. Um, but for him, eating out was really hard. And he used to eat out every single meal. Mm -hmm. Like he did not cook at home at all. So it was a really big adjustment when we got married and he had to start eating my lunches that I would. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, they're good, but I like going out. I like having the variety of being able to look at a menu and pick anything I want. So that was a, that was a struggle for him a lot and he's getting better. <laughs> yeah. It's a so work awesome. in progress for sure. My husband is the same way. And, uh, that was like his time to get out of the shop and relax mm -hmm. for a minute. You know, he stands on his feet all day and he works in a building with no windows. And mm -hmm. so like, he still is still a struggle, 
Um, but we've definitely cut it down, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, I still have to budget in for eating out and you know, it's just kind of like his entertainment, I guess we don't really budget a whole lot for entertainment. Like we plan date nights every now and then, but it's not like a regular budget item. So mm-hmm. where that is. So that's kind of his entertainment, I guess, so to speak of his, <laughs> of his budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself about money? Oh goodness. Only spend what you need and don't, I had this thought process, especially in college. And, you know, when I first started getting more of a real grown up paycheck of if I had $20 in my bank account, that's $23 to spend. And (laughs) like, when I think back, I'm like, Kelly, what were you thinking? Like, no, you need to be saving that. You need to be putting it towards, you know, extra payments on this or whatever. Like not let's go to Marshall's. Let's go to Target. I have $20 to spend. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like, I don't know. I was so dumb with money. Like so, so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So would you consider yourself the spender or the saver? Because usually in relationships, there's one or the other. (laughs) I used to be a spender and now I am a hundred percent saver, hundred <laughs> percent. Like it drives my husband crazy of how much we have to like, he has to reel me in of like, oh, it's okay to spend a little money. Like we were in Alaska and I was like, we had to do all these Ubers and everything. And I was like, $50 for new Uber? And he's like, yeah, that's normal. I'm like, are you crazy? I know. The, yeah. <laughs> but I guess you don't have much of a choice. I mean, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, so what is your number one tip or piece of advice that you would give somebody that wants to be debt free also? Track your spending a hundred percent track everything in a budget. And so many people that's just so overwhelming to them. But if you spend 10 minutes every other day tracking your spending, it really doesn't take long. Now, if you wait till the end of the month, it may take you an hour to go through all your bank accounts or receipts or everything like that. But if you're in it every couple days, that's really going to be a big game changer. And also you can see where you're at halfway through the month. Like, are you overspending in a category and then you can kind of rein it in. Whereas if you wait till the end of the month and it's like, oh, well, I overspending groceries, $400, I guess. Oh, well. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely tracking. That was the big thing for us. Like whenever I started this journey as well, we were spending so much money on food and eating Mm -hmm. out. Um, Was there any categories that surprised you whenever you started tracking your expenses? Eating out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seems to be like for most people. (laughs) Every now and then I'll get an email where it's something different, but I'd say like 95% of the time it's food between eating Mm -hmm. out and groceries and restaurants and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you said you just bought a house and paid for um, a Jeep in cash? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Like how long did that take you to save up that much money? Um, It took us maybe a year yeah, just about a year because we started saving right after the wedding um, to buy the Jeep. And then after the Jeep, then we started saving for the down payment. And that took maybe um, eight months, probably oh, around there. Awesome. Did you do like uh, what Dave recommends at 20%? We didn't just because we live in South Florida. And for us to do 20% down in closing costs and then have a few thousand dollars for like repairs and stuff, mm-hmm. we would have needed a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. So. <laughs> hey, some is better than none. I mean, exactly. really, like it, it doesn't, you know, even if you can't, like I'm sure people in California, that would be mm-hmm. 
insane to try and save up 20%, but you know, (laughs) so what are your current financial goals? We are trying to put um, a thousand extra dollars a month towards the principal of the house. And I did the calculations for that. If we do that, we're able to pay off the house 18 years early and save $130,000 worth of interest. Wow. Blows my mind. No wonder you don't want to pay for Uber. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we're doing that and then beefing up our investments which is really fun too. And I'm learning a lot about um, stocks and dividends and everything. It's a whole new world for me and a little overwhelming at times, but it's really, it's really fun and exciting. Yeah. That can be confusing for people. Mm -hmm. So what would be like, if somebody came to you and they really need help, um, you know, with their budget or reining in their spending, is there anything that you would recommend them doing like writing it down or using an app? Like what do you like to use for tracking your expenses and your budget and things like that? I use Excel. I'm an Excel nerd. I've used all the different apps and tried them out and everything. And they just, they were okay, but I just, I don't know. I love Excel. I use like yeah. spreadsheets all for my work and everyone makes fun of me for how much I use spreadsheets. Um, so I think that's the best way. I, I love how it's customizable mm-hmm. and you can transfer from one to the other. It's very easy. Um, and I do have templates on my Etsy shop as well as my budget templates. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love using spreadsheets because you can play around with the numbers. So I like, especially when I was paying off debt, it was like, okay, well, if I can find an extra $200, how will it change everything? (laughs) So that's what I love about spreadsheets because it's easy to play with the numbers. Um, so what do you, do you have any tips for somebody that is just starting to try and cut back expenses and live frugally? Um, what are some of the things that you do to kind of cut back expenses and save money? Just doing a little at a time. So many people, like when they, you know, want to cut back their grocery budget, they try and go so drastic and mm-hmm. they try and cut hundreds of dollars a month. Like that's not realistic, you know, especially if you have a big family and everything, it's, it's going to take time. So cut $25 a week. Once you get used to that, do that for a couple weeks, then cut another $25. Now you're $50 from where you originally were, mm-hmm. then cut a little bit more and get used to it. And then it, you can slowly over time, get to where you want to be. Um, same with eating out or pocket money or whatever it may be. Just make those small changes and then also reward yourself. If you're making a, you know, if you're hitting a milestone or, you know, every $5,000 worth of debt that you pay off, um, go and do something or have a, something to look forward to. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just those little rewards along the way, they're really going to keep you motivated. Yeah, that's awesome. So did you use the debt snowball then? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you kind of tell us about that and explain kind of how you did it? I didn't have too many debts, just a, just a couple student loans. Um, but just, you know, putting them in order of smallest to largest, regardless of interest rate, and then paying the minimums of one. And then once that one is paid off, then go on to the next one. Um, and honestly, I, I'm not hundred percent on the snowball. If people want to use the debt avalanche, I think that's hundred percent. Okay as long as you're just sticking to one. I see so many people that jump around from one to the other. It's not working. I'm not motivated. Find one that works for you and stick to it. And just, you know, when you're not motivated, just keep on plugging along and it'll pass. You'll get motivated. 
again, it just, just keep on going. Yes, exactly. That's what I try and tell people too, is it's like, just make progress. As long as you're heading in the right direction, you will get there. Just something heading to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, And I always like to ask people what their favorite nonfiction book is. Do you have anything that you're reading currently? Um, oh gosh, I'm reading a lot. My, I just moved to my commute is two hours a day now for work. So I'm doing a lot of audio books. Um, but I think my all time favorite is the slight edge by Jeff Olson. And it just talks about those little changes that you make every day or every month or whatever they may be. When you make it one time, it does make a difference. But over the course of a month, a year, whatever it may be, it's a huge impact. And those changes can be positive or negative but they really add up over time. Oh, that's a great, I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> Add it to my list. <laughs> yeah. And where can people find you? Oh goodness, I am all over the place. I mainly on YouTube, Freedom in a Budget. I just started a blog about a year ago, freedominabudget.com, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. Oh, that's great. And do you have any last pieces of wisdom, words of advice? <laughs> just, just get plugged in. Find people that are doing the same thing that you're doing, whether it's, you know, in your real life. And if not, then find community online. There's so many Facebook groups. There's, you know, YouTube. Um, there's so many different ways that you can get plugged in and encouraged, especially when you're feeling down. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on and talking with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thanks. Thanks to Kelly for coming on and speaking with us today about how she paid off her debt and everything she did to go from a saver or to go from a spender to a saver. And now she is going to pay her home off super early. Now, if you want to get on that same track and get your money together so that you can pay off your debt as well, don't forget to join the seven day pay what you want budget challenge. And in seven days, you can have your plan and your money roadmap to get your life together.